Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Mama's Pearls. I am Cynthia. I will be your hostess for the next 45 minutes or so. And I have just been as giddy as a schoolgirl preparing for this show, which is based on a blog which I started about uh, nine months ago, which is fitting. The concept behind Mama's Pearls is, is really very simple. It's to pass down the family wisdom that I've gathered from my amazing family, as well as wisdom that I've picked up along the way, and taking that in, repurposing it to suit our daily lives as everyday parents and people, and then passing it on. Over the years, I've come to obtain many different titles, and now in my third decade, I'm tacking on an additional one. I've been a daughter, I've been a sister, I've been a girlfriend, I've been a fiancé, I've been a wife, now I'm a mom. I'm also a lawyer, I'm an auntie, I'm a godmother, and a, and a very, very proud class mom. Now each of these titles reflect a very small segment of myself, and I will be drawing upon each of these roles in my talks with you here. One of the titles that was pegged on me early on in high school was that of Biggest Chatterbox. (laughs) And you know, what the hell? I figured I'll finally succumb to peer pressure and add that to my official titles as radio host here. And it's probably a title that's long overdue and I really have been as giddy as a schoolgirl. And I remember I ran into my math teacher, I think when I was just starting law school, and she was asking me what I was doing, and I said, well, um, I'm in law school. I want to be a lawyer. And she remembered me talking up a storm in her class. I was always getting in trouble, and she was like, that is perfect, and she cracked up. Now I can't wait to go find her again, go combing those streets <laughs> of my old neighborhood and tell her I'm a radio show because I'm sure she will just get quite a kick out of it. So I realize with that that there's no unused skills that we have, that all of our skills that we think um, can just pass, our, pass us by or we don't need to pay attention to. It actually comes full circle and in handy. And that's one of the things I learned early on in my career as a lawyer, even when I was doing the grunt work that nobody wanted to do, I really tried to pay attention to what was before me, even if it was just a memo or something little or small, because I knew somewhere down the line I might need to re- refer back to that and pull it in my files. The same concept I'm applying to the pearls of wisdom I've learned through my family, my amazing family and my amazing friends. These little things that I might have brushed off when I was younger when my parents would try and sit me down and implore their their reason, reasonings and why and and letting me know what they're doing for me is good for me. Obviously, you don't you don't really pay attention to those things until you're ready to really learn and hear them. And I always trusted my parents enough to know that what they were saying was important to me. They wouldn't just sit me down to, to hear themselves talk. Um, but it's not until I actually became a mom where now I'm trying to grasp onto everything that they've said and be like, what was that that you said? My son's doing this. My daughter's doing that. I have no idea. And there are times as a mom where your head just spins in a million different directions. If you're looking for perfection, you are so not listening to the right call. My life is messy. My house is messy. My kids are delicious, and that's my main role. If they're happy, I'm happy. Yet through this, we all need a helping hand in in pulling us through. And one of my things about doing the radio show and my my blog, Mama's Pearls, is to um, help people through this. And it was starting to get to the point where I was sharing the same stories about my children and my experiences as a mom over and over and over again. I was just repeating them to, to all the different moms that I was was um, friends with and that I would meet and we would chat. 
And finally, it just came to, to fruition where why not make it a little bit more accessible to to other moms and, frankly, all, you know, more of my friends to, to have them direct access because I don't have time in the day and no one that I know has time in the day to actually call all the people that they're thinking about. So um, I began the blog Mama's Pearls about last May. Now, last year, 2009, was a heck of a year for pretty much everybody I know. It was really... It was really a sucky year. Let's just let's just call it what it was. And um, I, you know, for me personally, I lost my grandparents on my mother's side. They both passed over. My grandmother passed away on um, St. Patrick's Day, and it was about that time when we were going through her things, and I was just grieving with my parents and really just rec- recounting her history, where I really realized that. It's so important for us as parents to pass on the memories of our grandparents, our parents, and our families, and our ancestors. And um, and it's really the topic of my first blog, which is, you know, the title Mama's Pearls. And I just felt such a calling to to really just honor that, to honor that with my grandparents. And my grandfather was a writer um, at heart, and he loved sharing, and he used to submit articles to the papers, and he got a few things published, and he saved everything, and they both lived well into their 90s. And um, when my sister and I were going through some of their jewelry, we had a really lovely day together, and um, we both took some pieces, and I was really looking at some of the pieces. It was nothing fancy, you know, just just different costume pieces that I actually have sitting in front of me now as I'm setting up to, to talk to you all. And and it's just a really beautiful thing to have these memories. And when I see the concept of passing on, I'm, I'm immediately reminded of shamans and Native American tribes where their whole way before they had technology or other forms of communication by phone, it was that the tribes would sit around the campfire and share stories. And they were really life survival skills for being in the tribe, for coming into your own, into your um, manhood and adulthood. And they were really necessary to get you through, to get you through life. And I really feel that and believe that. And it's so easy to forget who you are and where you came from and what your lineage is. And it's so important to remember it. So in a way, uh, one of my friends was like, when she, after she read my first blog, was saying it's really like a journal. And I really feel that, that this is a journal that I can finally pass down to my to my kids and say, <clears throat> read it every single day. Here's what you need to know. Here's how I felt about you. Here are the challenges that I had as a mom. And, you know, and there it is. So I write a, re- a weekly blog called Mama's Pearls. I started that, again, just as a need to pass down the wisdom and finally have my own little creative outlet and I literally just answered a um, a blog posting from somebody that I knew who was working, um, who I worked with through another client, and she said, we, we need bloggers. And she was more looking for bloggers in, to do film reviews, which I happen to be an entertainment attorney, but I was not interested in doing film reviews. But I said to her, you know, I really don't want to blog about my day job, I want to blog about my 24-hour job, which is being a mom, and parenting and different advice, and she said, okay, let's do it. So I got set up on Tulia, which is a fabulous resource for female entrepreneurs, um, musicians, entertainers, artists, and I joined that community and was blogging for about nine months. So like all good things, it takes about nine months to um, from conception <laughs> to, to actually birth. And now I'm heading into my first year anniversary of doing the blog. I found a new home because Tulia is discontinuing all of their blogs. So now my blog can be found at eBlogger, which is blogspot dot com, Mama's Pearls at blogspot.com. And the format for the show is going to be really similar to the format 
of my blogs, which every week I start off with a pearl of the day, and then I go on and tell stories from from my life and of other other people's lives, and and to really expand on the wisdom. And this week's this week's being the inaugural first show is is really you know helping me figure out the kinks, get introduced, and um, you know finding my voice. So bear with me through the kinks and let's have some fun um, because you know what what everything everyone really needs is a and what the world really needs is another yenta on the air with an opinion. So I am Mama and let's gab. Again, the the so the so basics of where we come when I look at my family is these beautiful people who somehow find each other, get together, and life works its own miracles against billions of odds to form life. And the main thing that I I say in terms of passing down is it's so important to listen and to receive um, and to be open to who who you are and where you came from and what your family is and who they are and what they're about. Now, the whole point of repurposing is not to duplicate. And I think that's a really important point where so many, I think, children feel like they have to duplicate and replicate what their their parents have done. And in a way, they're unable to separate themselves from that process of, their parents being their parents and themselves being who they are and having to do what's right for them. And it's almost impossible to even have the same control set up. If, if it was a scientific experiment, it would be nearly impossible to have the same control setups when you're talking a generational gap and what we have at our fingertips for each generation. Um, you just think technology being the most, the most um, literal little example of how all those things change and you know and it's not so much the point the point is to kind of take things into consideration really listen because there's so many so many great great pearls of wisdom that you can get from even your crazy grandmother who everyone thought that they were crazy and I had one of those my father's mother everyone thought she was nuts but everybody loved her and the more I come to into my adulthood and really rethink her, the more I get her and realize she was quite brilliant. She was some woman. And the best way to describe her is to say, if you've met her, you never forgot her. And Rodney Dangerfield would probably be very comfortable in in her family. It was just that kind of crew, just loud and coarse and just let everything hang out almost literally. But at their core, they just knew that they loved each other and were completely bonded, completely bonded to each other, and that's really all that mattered. And that to me is admirable. One, she taught me never to be embarrassed of who I was because you can just be as ridiculous as you can be, and it doesn't matter. Um, you might make other people blush and squirm in their seat, but it it really doesn't doesn't matter. <laughs> so I rarely get embarrassed, uh, and that's because of her. And we will be sharing some great, great stories about her, that I promise you. My grandfather on my father's side, which is her husband, he was just the strongest, kindest, most gentle man ever. Um, and when I say strong, I mean he could lift the car with his one hand type strong. I mean, he was just a complete ox and nobody messed with him. Um, and nobody really wanted to mess with him, not because of the strong factor, because he was such such a teddy bear in an ox's clothing. And he was also very simple. And again, the simplicity of it is um, is just to love your family. And he really did. And they were both loyal to each other. They also were married their entire lives. Um, they raised their family. They didn't care for riches. They didn't have riches. They just that wasn't their thing. Um, they just had a really good rowdy time with each other. 
on the other side, my um, mom's family, my my grandparents were extremely devoted to each other. They came over um, to America after World War II and the Holocaust, and they settled down in New York, and they raised their family. They never drove. My other grandparents drove. My grandmother drove well past the age where she should have been on the road. I mean, it was scary Um, and hilarious. And she cheated on her driving test when they retested her when she was like 60, but whatever. Um, And my mom's parents were very opposite my father's parents. They were much more quiet. They were smaller people, both in 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 size and presence, um, but both very shrewd, both very connected and devoted to each other. I mean, they literally survived a war to get war together, and they were just completely devoted. Um, and they were so adamant about remaining independent almost until they died. It was, you know, it was this past year, they were well into their 90s, and when they turned 92, it was just my grandfather. They both started deteriorating, and I was just like, Grandpa, you're finally acting your age. This is a man who lived, and he rode his bike to work every day. They both never drove. He was running marathons well into his 80s until he had, you know, some heart issues in his doctor. And (laughs) my grandmother was like, okay, that's it. My grandmother is um, the epitome of a small Jewish woman. I mean, she just a small European Jewish woman, which is a whole other, whole other boat. Um, She was adorable. She didn't miss a beat, incredibly shrewd. And I, I just have sat with them so many times and it's so interesting when you're when you're a child and you're just running around your grandparents house the experience with them um is so different than how how it was when I got older and the one thing that I'm truly grateful for I mean my my dad's parents passed away before my kids were born but my kids had a a good you know two years of getting to know them and Seeing that interaction when you're coming into your your grandparents' house with kids who are young and just at the start of their lives and seeing your grandparents who you know they're much closer to the end of their lives than to the beginning and yet seeing how they connect and interact and enjoy each other, it was just so cool that I just totally would step back. I mean, obviously I'd be the one having to chase them around because you know, even my, though my grandfather wanted to and he would try, I'd have to order him to, like, sit down and, and not. Um, but they just loved it. They really, really did. My grandfather played the piano. I remember playing it with him when I was younger. Um, I by no means play the piano. I mean, I can play it, like, with one hand and then the other. I can't play them together. I can kind of read music because I played the violin when I was younger, but I'm so not a musician in that sense. But I loved just sitting there and um, trying to imitate and play the tunes that he would play. And then he took my son and was sitting him on the piano with him, put his arms around him and started teaching him the songs that he used to play with me when I was younger. And that was just so cool. I mean, I don't know if I'll remember that song. I mean, I think I might have videotaped it. I really hope I have that on camera somewhere as another way to, to pass that on to my kids. But it was so so cool, even for those you know those few times in two years um to see to see them together and to really get a sense of of who they are and to leave that lasting impression with my with my grandparents who to them me being born was was there was a miracle in itself now I'm not just saying that because it's me. <laughs> And, of course, me being born is a complete miracle and was, like, the best thing that ever happened to everyone, my parents, my sister, my grandparents. But I was the um, the first grandchild on that side. And, you know, my grandfather used to say it was just his sign that life for him would continue and everything would be okay. Um, and in me, he saw so much promise. And I remember um, sharing with him, I don't know how cohesive. Well, actually, when I was in in law school, I did some writing. Um, I wrote for the student newspaper, and 
he just loved it. He, I would bring him my articles, and he would really just sit there and read them and question me on everything I wrote, and he just loved it. And he was the type where if there was um, a family gathering or celebration of any kind, he would take out his, his pen and paper and work for weeks on on um, on preparing a speech, and his speeches were just awesome. They usually always started out the same way, and I know because he kept every single one of them, and that was one thing that we did this past year where my 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 mom hosted a luncheon for all my, my cousins and her sisters, and we got together and went through his file, which wound up being like a five-ring binder of all the speeches that he's had since forever and all the articles that he's had since forever and anything that was related to significant advances in Jewish history he had clippings of because that's how he was. He was so proud of his heritage and where he came from um, that he kept it because, you know, everything good in this world happened from from some some Jewish person, at least according to him. So, um so there we were going through these speeches and just reading them, and everything was so simple and so clear in terms of, first and foremost, my dearest family, they are, they are everything to me. This is all that matters. I'm so proud of you, my grandchild, for your graduation. I'm so proud of you for your birth of your son, or what, whatever it was. The, these milestone markers, those are also the, um, the easiest times to remember and acknowledge that, okay, who are you going to invite to your birthday party? Who are you going to invite to your kids' birthday parties? Well, I guess that's a whole other topic because you can usually either do the school kids and your friends or you do your family. At least for your first couple of birthdays with your kids and for your weddings and bat mitzvahs or communions or whatever it is you're celebrating that's a big celebration, usually the first people are on your list are your family. And if they're not, I guarantee you're going to get crap about it for a really, really long time. Um, so you know, those are the people that you call to arms to help you celebrate and pass through life's little traditions, as well as to, to really be there to honor your rite of passage. And um, you know, just taking, dialing this back was, for me, in reading those those speeches and articles, and he's given me things, you know, over the years, you know, other articles that he saved, and he'd be like, do you really want this, and is, is this important to you? And I said, if it's important to you, it's it's important to me. I want to have it. I want to pass it on to my son and to my children. And that, to me, is just, you know, the markers are just so amazing. And I also believe on the flip side, which is interesting, is that as much as we hold on to those things, you have to be ready to let the things go and just take what um, take what wisdom you have from it and what memories you have and move on. I mean, there are so many jokes and one-liners and memories that I probably will never remember or recall when being with my grandparents, but I remember just the feelings that I have in being with them. And um, that's what really stays in the quality of what it felt like to be at their table, to walk into their house, which was really like walking into a completely other world um, and other time frame and sitting at their table and, you know, having chicken soup until I literally just... <laughs> was about to pop and had to stop my grandmother from, from filling it, but loving it that they wanted to feed me and that I was ready to eat. You know, those are the things that matters and that stay with you and that you want to pass on and take traditions of and reincorporate it into my own, you know, your own family and with my own family. And now it's more, you know, with all of them gone, you know, I have these few things. I have these jewelry items um, that, that you know, thankfully that I've been able to to have from both sets of grandparents that, you know, I'm holding on to pass down, one, down to my children. And I can't wait to see my son wearing my grandfather's cufflinks. Um, who knows when? But sometime down the future. And... <sighs> You know, so many things that we have cannot replace the feelings. But it's like when I give this to my children, it's going to be a matter of 
okay, I'm giving this to you. You might only see this as a bracelet, but do you understand the history behind the bracelet and what this symbolizes? And even if you lose the bracelet, are you still going to hold on to that? And are you still going to make that right for you? Um, their lessons, their lives. What are you going to do with it going on? Um, it's hard. Obviously, my kids are really young. They're not going to understand understand this now. So what I do with them now is I have pictures out, and I point to the pictures, and I basically ask them, who's this? Who's that? And I go through all my family and all their friends. So they have that recognition, at least, of um, of the people that make up their lives. I mean, kids are so open to pretty much anything. I mean, they're so pliable and they will just adapt and be flexible as long as you kind of let, let them have that space to be. Um, I'm I'm very much a middle path parent. I don't believe in either extreme, um, the extremes being extremely lay, laid back and the other extreme being extremely hands-on and overbearing. Um, I'm kind of taking the middle path. And one thing I really admire about my parents and how they they raised me in their parenting was they really, you know, set up boundaries and bumpers for me along the way, but they really gave me the space to grow and to step into who I needed to be and have the experiences. Um, I've definitely faltered. I continue to falter. I mess up at least 50 times a day. And, you know, in that, though, I'm learning so much and discovering so much about myself and how much really strength that I have. And I feel in in just looking at myself and talking to other moms and talking to my parents and just constantly, constantly <laughs> asking their advice and running things by them, I just gather my strength and I gather my fortitude to kind of deal with my my own life and still within my own space and also to create a space that's comfortable for my kids that they can go ahead and, you know, charge out and do whatever they need to do um, in this world. And I still find that they're well-mannered and that somehow, somehow that they're not these obnoxious things they don't they don't gravitate towards that kind of stuff they they're just so present and open to the experience of wherever they are and i'm constantly amazed by that and reminded to step back into my to my own child self so i can really enjoy that process with them and understand where they're coming from but granted i still am their mom and I still, you know, am their authority figure, and I'm still entrusted with their lives and to make decisions that will will advance them forward. So it's a huge, incredible responsibility to have. It's hard enough making decisions for yourself, let alone making decisions for your kids when you really just want the best for them. You don't want to mess up as a mom. Every little decision, you know, whether it's to give your kid an H1N1 vaccine shot, um, which parenthetically I didn't have to do because both my kids came down with the virus. <laughs> so that was another awesome event in 2009. Um, but from those serious health questions to just very simple questions in terms of, you know, what, what, well, I guess nothing simple if you're talking, oh, what toys should I give them? What food should I eat? And I'm lucky enough to have uh, someone in my family who um, is a counselor in that, in specifically dealing with weight management for children. So I will be hopefully sharing with you many recipes and tips from her that will help you and your, your children continue to be healthy. And yeah. Yeah, the recipes that she has are great, by the way. Um, so that is just a little bit of what I want to talk about today. I am a perpetual student. I'm a complete dork. I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly learning from my own mishaps and from my friends. And through this, I think that 
there's a huge community of parents out there. And if you go on Twitter or if you just even blog in parenting, I mean, Google parenting, I mean, you'll just be amazed by the amazing resources that come up. And everybody does have a voice in this. I mean, you talk to moms. There are so many opinions out there and people giving advice and telling you what to do with your with your family and with your kids. And it's almost impossible to kind of filter it all. But again, back to the repurposing, it's so important to have your filter on and disseminate what is going to work for you and your family. What can you handle? What can't you handle? My grandmother did this. My mother did that. This, There is no way I can do this. One thing I feel is important is to have um, meal times with your kids and to really sit down um, and talk with them and play with them. And my son, he's you know almost four, and he just wants to get up and jump around and not sit at the table. And when he's done eating, he wants to be done and he wants to go off. And I will find ways to just try and be as entertaining as possible. You know, the talking about what happened at school today, hon, that lasts a good, like, second because either he doesn't remember, he doesn't care, school's over, he wants to play, he's into his dinner or whatever. Um, and I want to hear everything and anything, and I know he doesn't yet have the capacity to fully explain in the level of detail that I would really like to hear about every facet of, of his life. Um but at the same point, when he looks at me and smiles, that, that's all I need to know. And to be on the receiving end of a smile as a mom is just the most amazing feeling and experience. And usually it's um, my daughter and I doing the chatting, and my daughter's dancing around and popping away, and I'll look over at my son, who's much more subdued, and he with features flashes that smile, I know he's okay. Um, and if he's not okay and if there's other things going on, it's just so important to step in with whatever whatever resources you have to um, to see what type of response is appropriate. Again, being a middle path parent, it doesn't necessarily running over and coddling him and, ooh, what's up? Sometimes kids need to cry. Kids need to feel feel it out and self-soothe and deal with things on their own um and it's just it's that part i think is the hardest for most moms is finding that balance of what is going to work for work for them and their children and again perfection is not what we hear about some days you'll handle it right other days you'll make it 10 times worse by stepping over and saying anything to your child when they're when they're in the depths of whatever it is they're they're feeling, um, sometimes we think we can pull them out, and other times it just sets them sets them doubly off. So it's it's almost impossible as it is with anyone to kind of know fully what they what they need, um, but to be open enough to to understand that process and to kind of keep them in check while while also keeping you in check. And one of the things you'll you'll quickly learn learn about me, I'm I'm kind of a take care of you first. Um, well, sometimes, but I do think it's important to for the moms to keep their own sanity and things in check. And we'll be talking to people throughout the shows in terms of ways to help that, whether it's um, emotional health or physical health or um, just taking a, a break and going outside and taking a walk around the block. There are so many days where by um, 4 o'clock in the afternoon I've just had it and I need to go out and just take a little mental nature walk. And it's so important to do that. And I'm really, I'm really supportive of, of moms who who find time for themselves because it's so easy to just throw yourselves over to your children and completely lose your own identity and what's and what's in, important to you because you need to take care of your kids first. In a lot of ways that that is true and there are many days where I almost every day where I do take care of my kids first in terms of getting them off to school before I come home and do my outline for the show or um, before I take a call with my clients. And most of my clients also know that if there is something going on with my kids that 
that will be first. If there's something going on health-wise, that, that will be first. Um, so there's things that, that we all do to take care of to take care of our kids um, at first, but there needs to be room for you as a mom and then for you and your, your husband as, as a couple because that needs to be intact because if that's not intact, then the rest is going to falter and your kids will pick up on it. So as far as finding your voice goes and passing on, that's the next stage is once we've basically figured out what to do with this, and again, the awesome thing about children is that they're constantly changing. So once you think you've got it all figured out with their one stage, like you figured out the first three months of their lives in the newborn phase, they grow they grow out of it and they're ready for all. It's a whole new ball game and there's a whole other skill set that you need to learn to deal to deal with to deal with their next phase and they're constantly changing and just look at yourself as a parent you're constantly changing one thing that hit me hard this year when with my my grandparents who they were the grandparents and elders of our tribe was when they went on my parents became the grandparents and were now the elder statesmen of the family like that whole generation of who were my parents my uncles and aunts they're now the grandparent level which is very strange because you know what that means for me. I'm now at the adult parent level, which being a kid at the kids' table, not so many years ago, but we're talking probably decades now, is that's that's crazy. That It's nuts to be here. It's nuts to be the adult at the table and now looking at the kids' table, and that's my kid. That is now my kid at the table. That's now my sister's kid at the table. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm still the kid. I'm still the student. Um, so, and when I talk to my parents about that, they still can't believe it themselves that they're the ones in the role of being the grandparents. They remember themselves being newly married or being the kids at the t- kids' table, and now they find themselves the elders. And they're passing on to me as they're shifting and adjusting to their new roles as grandparents because none of these things come with a guide. But like I said, there's a million different resources and people out there who will tell you what to do and when to do it. Um, And if you need a step-by-step guide, if you need things planned out like that, absolutely nothing wrong with it. And you will find it in your local bookstore. You'll find how to guides on every every stage of life and everything that you have interest in. for me, I always, um, you know, armed with the judgments and the advice and the wisdom that I think I need. And either I got it or I look and I go, okay, I missed something. What am I missing? And usually in that panic, I'll be calling my, my parents and my friends and calling them into my space. They're, they're my uh, my earth angels and asking for their advice. And... Um, they pass down to me their experiences from what they've learned from their family and their their life experience, and I, I again take that, and it's my duty now as the adult stage to pass on. And again, like I'm so looking forward to sharing this time with you every week and really getting into the depths of um, behind the blog topics that I'm that we're setting up. Next week, we're going to be talking about our dreams and our dreams and aspirations. I'm pretty sure I have the title, and it's going to be Starlight, Star Bright, and how we basically can acknowledge and help our kids reach and achieve their dreams as well as ourselves. You know, this is, this is, I don't know if I've ever said I'm going to be a radio show host when I was younger, but again, you know, it was obviously something that was labeled on me about being biggest chatterbox. So I'm going to run with that. I don't know if that's my, my ultimate dream. I'm still kind of figuring all that out like most moms now in terms of, and most, me, everyone's still trying to figure out what path they're supposed to be on, but I'm I'm excited to step into this new world and onto this new path and see who comes into the space and to invite the friends and professionals that I know and 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 trust and introduce them to you and to really talk to them and and flesh this all out. 
It's a whole learning experience for me, as it is for all of us. And I think it's just going to be one really, really fun ride. So I wanted to just thank you all for sharing this this time with me and for letting me in, into your days and into your lives. I'm sure on our first call, it's mostly my, my friends and family, so hello. And I look forward to talking to you next week. There is a lot of little housekeeping bits that I'm going to, to just talk about um, now. If you want to email me, I can be reached at Cynthia at Mama's Pearls. Dot com and I spell mama with a double M, so it's M O M M A S P E A R L S dot com. My blog again can be found at www.mamaspearls.blogspot.com. And in case, you guys are probably most of you are, are listening live or through the archives, but in case you've forgotten where you found me, it's at where you found the radio show and any archives is going to be at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Mama's Pearls. I could be found on Twitter, and my Twitter call name is Sintweet, which is C-Y-N-T-W-E-E-T. And I also have a Facebook fan page, which is, which you can just type in Mama's Pearls and you'll find me. It's just amazing this whole past week. <laughs> I've been doing all this technical stuff and researching and figuring it out how to do the technical components, which I've never had an interest in. I'm so not a tech person. I like writing. I'm a, I'm a contract lawyer. I like negotiating. I like writing. <laughs> I like talking. The whole tech stuff, no, 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 no. It's so not me. So for now, there are no bells and whistles. I don't have a huge call-in sign. I don't have sound effects or anything like that. Maybe if I get adventurous and I can't sleep at night, at you know, after my kids go down at like 3 in the morning, um, I will start playing around with that. Or if any of you guys know any radio show producers or web hosts or whatever, I don't even know the technical names for that, you could send them on my way and we'll try and, we'll try and make this all fancy on you. But, um, but life is messy, like I said. And the bells and whistles and the fancy stuff, that's not why I chose radio. Radio is easy. I'm in my sweatpants now, and this is awesome. And I actually have a nice quiet space in my in my house. It's a nice quiet time. I think this is going to be a good time going forward. It's I kind of figured it's like... Um, you drop your kids off in the morning, you got the morning rush, maybe you get a couple of errands in like I did this morning, and then come back. We can all chat together here, and then in two minutes I'm signing off and I'm going to start my day job. <laughs> That's when my real fun begins, and then I'm going to pick up my, my son and go into my whole afternoon and evening routine with doing dinner and getting them ready and making sure I read to them because you know if you don't read to your kids 20 minutes a day, they're just never going to learn anything. And... You know, and hopefully we'll get into a rhythm here. We'll, you'll find the blog post things I'm going to send out probably on Tuesday, and that'll kind of be the lead into the general topics for the shows, which will air on Wednesdays. So have an amazing day. Enjoy your kids. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your family. Remember them. Honor them. Come, come to whatever piece you need to make with them. If um if you left off or are in a space of discord with them. And just again, remember, we're only here for a Oh, that was cool. And in that short time, then we have a lot to do together and a lot to, lot to enjoy. So I will leave you with that and enjoy your day. And I will see you on the web and I will speak to you next week.
<laughs> Mom, can I get on? Okay, well, you can listen. I can't, oh great. I probably just blab for an hour and didn't record. You heard it? How, how did I, how did I sound? Do I really? <laughs> Did you listen? Yes. What do you think? You have a face for radio. I have a face for radio. Thanks. All of a sudden I was like, I went through like my outline and I was like, I have 30 minutes for me and I was like, oh fuck. What are you talking about? Val. Val Yeah. How is Val listening? Everyone can listen it. But I didn't, can you see the listener? Because I can see other listeners, right? You can? Like I saw your mom, I saw Joanna. But I didn't see Val. Val maybe didn't log in with a login. I don't know. Wait, there's a way I can... Wait, there's a way I can... Um, hang on, I know there's a way that I can get my transcript printed. No way. Yeah. That's Mechanical Turk. They pay for someone to have a transcript. No, they do this for free when they upload your transcript. Transcript because save message history archive on blog talk radio. It said like right after. What? So yeah, you thought it was good? Was it like cohesive? Sometimes I was like, ah. Now, where's she going out? Right. Well, should I edit it before you forward it? Should I edit it before you forward it? Mama Valerie. Binks was on the show. Yeah, Binks was sitting with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, 45 minutes? Long time. I had twenty. I had twenty-seven live people listening. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. Let me see. Does it say IP addresses? Sure. No. It might be me coming back. It might be me. I, oh, it's all you. No, no, it might be me coming Three back. Callers. Where does it say that? Where does it say? I can figure out how to do it. Yeah. Where does it say uh, how many people? Download. That's not bad, sir. How'd you get more P? How'd you get? Because I have a hundred no, 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 followers. No, 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 no. I was gonna. How can I get more information about those twenty-seven lives? Can I see no, I some more know. detail? I gotta be able to see detail, like if they had IDs, like like I signed into Radio Blog. So did John. We were commenting on it. You were commenting. Yeah, they were looking at my comments. That's really funny. Oh, it's Joanna. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. You should be able to see those comments, too, or maybe not. CK Dad, is that you? That's me. The people didn't know who I am. My mom, she's up there. That's so funny. Look at my mom. Yeah, I don't understand how she figured out how to upload a picture. And create herself. That's what I'm saying. I only saw those two people. That's why I don't know where the 27 are. This is one of the best shows that we did support the team, Greg. Thank you. You see? <laughs> I mean, I was kind of right. I never met this woman before, but... <laughs> I 
never had sex with this woman. That's so funny. Ah, yeah. All right, I gotta work on my show for next week. <laughs> gotta get it better. You look at the end, I'm like, and I'm sure it's just my family listening to it. Mm-mm. One thing we need to see if we can find you. Oh, get away from my knife. How do I listen to that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to do? I have a headset to plug into here with a microphone on. That'd be good. Exactly. How was my voice? Is that my auntie? his mom Okay. 
Well, yeah, the beginning of it is kind of all, you know, whatever. But, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I, I thought I, I thought it in the beginning I kind of said, you know, in this week's thing is to um, pass down, repurpose, and pass on. That was the theme. Do you think? I, I got a lot to say. I got a lot of work. Although when I was, I basically had an outline for the show, and then when I kind of went through my outline, I looked up and like I have 30 minutes for meeting. <laughs> I still had 30 minutes to go. So most of that, I just kind of, you know, I set up pictures of um, Grandma, Grandpa, and you and Dad, like in front of me, as my focal point. And I just looked at them, and that's when I started talking about, um, you know, who they were and that kind of thing. I was like, oh. What? Right. Yeah, take callers. Well, I'll have guests and this kind of thing. This is kind of more like a setup call. You know, I think once I have like Melissa on or whatever, I'll you know just help fill up time and kind of take it other places. Yeah, but this is kind of like a feeler out for me too. You know, I'm really seeing to, you know what what work I need to put into it to to make it flow. Like I said last night, was really, you know, I've been thinking about what I wanted to say for like the last week. And um, last night I was really working on the outline and getting the list done of what I definitely wanted to say. But yeah, I mean, I need in terms of continuing with the organization and staying focused and bringing it back to um, what it was I was talking about. So you didn't hear in the beginning when I was talking about Biggest Shatterbox? <laughs> that was kind of funny. Okay. But I did it. I was like all giddy all morning. Yeah, I'm excited. How do I think? How do I get it? I get the blog. I had 29 listens. bad for the first time. 38 people reviewing my profile. It's pretty cool. Anyway, okay, here you go. I'm gonna go start my day job. Alright, love you. Bye. <coughs>
Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-